Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. What's going on, Kingdom Success listeners? Tyler McCart coming at you. Episode 249. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am standing here in my office and I have my headset on, my earbuds, and and I'm recording this as I stand and walk around in my office. I've got my whiteboard in front of me. I've got uh, three, three... points or three things that I've actually been meditating on over the last, goodness, maybe uh, at least last 30 days, I would say. Uh, These three things have really kind of been jumping out at me, and I wanted to share them uh, with you guys. And I know that uh, I haven't been as consistent uh, in 2021 as what I was actually in 2020. My world, uh, if you haven't already listened to uh, the, I think it's episode 247, uh, I talk about uh, the tribute to my father, to my dad, and uh, whether my dad actually passed away in early December uh, due to COVID. Uh, And my world's kind of been shaken a little bit, guys. I'm not going to sit there and deny that. I know that God's grace is upon me. I know that all is well. I know that he is right there in the middle of all this with me. And hey, everything's going to be fine. I know that and I believe that. But with all the things that have transpired since uh, my father's passing, has been quite a bit. Uh, just to put it into kind of some context, when I went this past week to actually probate my dad's will and get sworn in as the executor for my dad's estate, the lady who has to do this all, t- all the time, she's a, uh, she's a probate uh, clerk, and she was getting all the documents, taking all my things in. Uh, she said to me, she literally said after, after I handed the will to her and you know, we started proceeding, she goes, wow, this is pretty thick. And uh, I mean, I have no perspective on this. This is the first time I ever had to probate a will. And she goes, wow, this is pretty thick here. I, this is pretty thick. And for me, because it's new to me, I said, really? I said, "Um, wow, okay. Um, What do you mean by that? I've never probated a will before. Uh, What do you mean? And she said, well, this just means it's very complex. And she said, went on to say, you know, most people, you know, only have a, a couple pages. You know, this is, this is several pages. I can't remember how many pages my dad's will does, but she said, you know, majority of people that have, you know, complex wills have, you know, real estate investments, businesses, uh, significant uh, holdings of, 
you know, money, those types of things out there, which is true. And uh, I, you know, gang, I, I'm here to tell you that, you know, my dad was an entrepreneur. My dad was a business person that went out there by the grace of God on his life and wound up succeeding and doing well from a financial standpoint and from a kingdom standpoint too because he impacted so many different lives with that and he's just a great testimony of that and um you know i, I just praise god for that but anyway yeah so pretty much you know um the complexity of my world has changed and i can see why now hindsight's 2020 whenever God, God says to you, or said to me back in August of 2019, after I had gotten let go from my, my uh, outside sales job where I was a manufacturer representative of a territory, uh, uh, or actually a regional manager of a territory for this manufacturer. And as I was let go of that, I'm like, okay, what's, what's happening here, Lord? What's going on? And at that time, the Lord was preparing me. The Lord was equipping me for where, what was getting ready to play, take place. I did not know what was going to take place with my father. I was just following behind the cloud. How to say it, right? I was following behind the cloud. The Lord spoke to me saying, hey, you're done with corporate America. I want you to walk away from this and actually own your own business. And he said these last words, I am your great reward. So for all this time now, you know, my wife and I through 2020, we really had kind of been outside of, you know, our marketing business that we have, uh, which is not totally our bread and butter as far as our source of income right now. But we know that this is something that God has you know, led us to and called us to. And we know that there's, you know, awesome vision for that. And God's given us a vision for that business. And that business is going, is thriving and will continue to thrive in Jesus' name, that marketing business that we have. It's just not producing the amount of income that we would like to for it to see. And, but we had enough cash saved up, uh, Amy and I did, to be able to have a runway uh, during 2020. And I would go to the Lord. I mean, I probably had, I think I started losing count, but I believe maybe after job offer number seven, I know I've had more than seven job offers over the last, from that August of 2019 till even now, I've had seven or eight job offers that would pay me significantly uh, to come back in and uh, you know do business development and sales for an organization. Let me get a quick swig of water. Hang on one second, guys. But again, every time that those job opportunities would come up, I would go before the Lord and I would seek the Lord on those things. And I would also uh, have my wife seek the Lord as well because I, she is my 
she hears from the Lord just as well as I do, and I trust her completely to hear from the Lord because, you know, the Lord's not saying two different things. Well, I'd give before the Lord, and each time I would hear the Lord say to me, yeah, Tyler, you could do that job. You could do it really well. You could make a good amount of income, $100,000 plus plus, but it's not my best. It's not my best. It would be good for you and your family, but it's not my best. What I have for you is better than that. So with that word that I would receive, and my wife would even confirm that as she had went through her quiet time and her seeking the Lord, we just continue to trust. And even today, even today, we continue to trust. We continue to fall in line with what the Holy Spirit is communicating to us and leading us to do in order for us to succeed and maximize our kingdom potential here on this earth. And I don't claim to have it all together. I don't claim that I'm perfect at all. I don't claim that I that I always get it right with hearing from the Holy Spirit. But you know, over the last, goodness, since I've been really 16 years old, I've been hearing from the Holy Spirit. And I will have to tell you guys that hearing from Holy Spirit and doing what He suggests to do it, you might not do it always perfectly. You're probably going to mess up sometimes, actually a lot of times, but that's okay. That's how you learn to hear from Holy Spirit. And guess what? You will begin to live the high life. You will be able to live above the earth curse system. And I'm living proof of that. I give all glory and honor right now to my Heavenly Father because I'm not smart enough to do all this, but to God be the glory. But guess what? Tyler McCart, my family, we're living the high life. We're living above the earth curse system. So the complexity of my, my life now, as I have now looked back, to see how God was preparing me for this time, this season that I'm in right now, is, is very apparent. I mean, I would sit there and question the Lord, say, Lord, you sure you want me to not go and get a job? Or are you sure you don't want me to go and you know get you know some kind of employment to bring in some you know income, monthly income on a consistent basis that was to satisfy, you know, because you know, sometimes my wife would even say, Hey, you know, uh, it sure would be great for us to have some income coming in. <laughs> But that wasn't out of the case. We just stayed behind the Lord, and the Lord would always say, Hey, I'm your great reward. Well, now seeing what has happened and transpired, the Lord knew all this all along and has prepared us for all this. So, these three things that I just want to share with you guys today are just three things that really, just during my quiet time or maybe even during uh, my uh, you know, when I was in church, I got a word, uh, just a really great insight and great word from the Lord on. And then, you know, the last one is basically the book, the current book I'm reading right now that I finally found. So let's dive into this. So the first thing I wanted to uh, talk to you guys about, the first revelation that I got, or not, I won't call it revelation, but just something that just struck me, was in 1 Corinthians 15.10. Now, the backdrop behind this is, is Paul the Apostle is, is talking to the uh, Corinth uh, 
the church of Corinth, and he's he's going into this whole entire you know message about you know being 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 a um, as I don't know how else to say it. He basically was. Hang on one second, and I'll tell you just from a standpoint. I mean, he's talking about the resurrection of Christ. He's talking about different aspects, but he's he kind of had to go into this whole entire thing about the apostles and the most insignificant of all the apostles that he was, unworthy of even being called an apostle. This is actually verse 9 of 1 Corinthians 15. Because I, I hunted down believers and persecuted the uh, God's church. This is what Paul is talking about to to this church. So this is a, just a little backdrop of what he's getting ready to lead up to s- making the statement that I I'd really never saw before. So he he's 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 acknowledging his past. He's saying, "Yeah, look, this is who I was. I I'm the least. I shouldn't even probably be called an apostle." But but Here's, here's where it gets good, guys. And this is where I want to key in on. In, in a couple different versions of the Bible, it says, but by the grace of God, I am who I am. Or I am what I am. And that right there, to me, just really for some, some reason jumped out at me that Tyler or you, you can put yourself in the same scenario that by God's grace and you allowing God again to lead, to to allow his grace to flow through you, you can be comfortable in your own skin of being what you are. Not what you want to be, or not what you think you should be, or not even think you who you should emulate, or not even considering what you were of your past, but by the grace of God, you are what you are. And in the Passion Translation, I like what the Passion Translation says right here. He says, but God's amazing grace has made me who I am. And I've just been really kind of meditating on that and just really allowing that to kind of just seep inside of me and just kind of stew inside of me that I am who I am because of the grace of God. The grace of God has made me who I am. When you are fully submitted to the leading of the Holy Spirit, when you have been fully submitted to saying, you know, it's going to be by God's grace that I accomplish or I do any of these feats or any of these things that God has maybe dropped in my heart, the dreams or goals or aspirations. It's going to be by His, His, His grace to be able to do that. I, I just remember uh, you know, one of the key verses in Amy and I's life that got dropped into us um, um, actually a year ago, which was... Um, over a year ago now, uh, Zechariah uh, 4, 6 through uh, 10. And 
if you just read all read it, you know, you'll read go through the bit. But in one of the translations, I think it's the Good News translations, it says, or maybe it might be the Living uh, Bible uh, translation. It says, "It will be by my Spirit that you will succeed. You will succeed by my Spirit." And I've got that plastered on the top of my mirror in my bathroom because I need to constantly remind myself that I'm only going to succeed in life by the Spirit of God, by the grace and the Spirit of God, because the Spirit is part is is the part of the whole package of living inside of me, of actually communing with my spirit. And I'm going to get to what that's important here soon. So I just wanted to point that's something that's just been I've been meditating on as I've been going through these situations of business dealings, of uh, having to make decisions about, you know, keeping businesses open, closing businesses, dealing with employees, um, to to dealing with uh, family members, the whole kid and caboodle <laughs> that. I am who I am, or I am what I am by the grace of God, and I'm okay with that. So the second thing that I wanted to point out, so the only way for me to describe this, so I've, over the years, I've had, I remember my, the pastor that I went, that I was under whenever I was a, goodness, maybe a, into my sophomore year, junior, senior year. In high school, so this is when I was like 16, 17, 18 years old, and we had a really great uh, man of God that I would go to church with my family on, and we were raised Southern Baptist, and so this minister was a fantastic man of God, love him, still love him today, just a great man of God, but he said something that always just never sat well with me. And that thing that he said was this right here. He said, in regards to trouble or in regards to trials and tribulation and stuff like that, he said, you're either going into trouble or you're either in the middle of trouble or you're either coming out of trouble. And, you know, guys, I'm just be straight up with you. It, that right there never set well with me. I never liked it. I, it just was something that I just really never wanted to, you know, but I still remember it today. And here I am, 43 years young, and that statement still is in my mind, especially because of the scenarios that I'm going through right now with with everything, with just, just life. But here's where... I just, I don't know what it was. It was just this small revelation. I mean, this is why you want to go to a church that teaches the Word of God and you want to, you know, have your pen and paper ready so you can take notes, guys. Be attentive as you're taking notes, you know, in church or wherever you go uh, to fellowship. But it is important to be alert and attentive, not just to go through the motions. So, a couple weeks ago, 
Pastor, uh, Pastor Ben Prescott. It was actually the third Sunday, I believe it's the third Sunday of the month of January. Comes in, he, 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 he actually preaches a message. And he called, he, the title of his message was, Holy Spirit, My Helper. And he went through some fantastic uh, things about Holy Spirit and how the Holy Spirit's there with you and how that he's never going to leave you, how that he's your comforter and he's your guide and, and so forth. And then right down here in my notes, I, I, I wrote this right here. It says, Holy Spirit stays, beside, stays by my side in the middle of my problems. And what I meant by that when I wrote that statement down was this right here. Pastor Ben said, don't you think that the three Hebrew children, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, when they wouldn't bow down to King Nebuchadnezzar's golden stature or whatever it was, they didn't bow. They said, no, our God's going to deliver us, or our God is the God we're going to serve, not your man-made God. And in doing so, they are, they realize they're going to be thrown into a fiery furnace. And something, you know, Pastor Ben said was, hey, don't you think they might have got a little anxious or maybe at least sweated a little bit about what's getting ready to happen to them? But this is what hit me. Those three Hebrew children, you know, boys, were placed in the fiery furnace. And I, I know we've, even there's a song out there that there's another in the fire, which, you know, is great. But I don't know why. It just, this just all just hit me. It's like that we don't know if it was an angel. It could have been an angel. It could have been Jesus. Some people say it was Jesus. Anyway, we know that there was someone else in the fire, there were four people in the fire. Now I want you to watch this. They were all walking around in the fire. Now here's, here's what I got, I got from all this. That either the Holy Spirit or the angel or Jesus himself, whoever that was in the fire with those, those three boys, guess what? Wasn't trying to get them out of the fire. He was actually in the fire with them, still protecting them, still watching over them, but he was still, he didn't, he wasn't trying to deliver them out of the fire, guys. Daniel and the lion's den is another great example of that. He was not trying, God didn't sit there and say, oh my gosh, Daniel's in the lion's den? Let me get him out. No, Daniel slept the whole night in the lion's den. God was with Daniel in the middle of his mess, in the middle of the trouble. And for me, for, for what it's worth, that right there, that little word picture, that little thing that just hit me in my little lightning fast brain, really resonated with me and said, golly, you know what, man? This is why the Holy Spirit's my comforter. This is why he's my friend. This is why he's my standby. This is why he's my counselor. That 
even whenever I'm having to, you know, deal with a hot-tempered person because they didn't get paid on time or they feel like they're in the right of telling me a piece of their mind at that moment or, you know, someone that makes an accusation against, against me or just the pressure of a financial situation or even a sickness. Whatever it is, the Holy Spirit, I can be still in comfort. I can still be at peace, even in the middle of that. That's why in John chapter 14, verse 1, it says this right here. It says, let not your heart be troubled. I believe the, uh, the Passion Translation says, don't worry or surrender to the fear. Don't worry or surrender to the fear. Don't do it. And for me, I, I, I can, a buddy of mine this morning, you know, we pray together, this gentleman and I, we pray together once a, once a month. And he's just one of my, he's become one of my great friends where that I confide into a lot of things. But, you know, he asked me, you know, hey, Tyler, how, how are you really doing? How's things going? Let me get a water swig real quick, guys. And I just told him that right now, even with all the things going on, you know, it was a couple couple weeks ago that I might not have been able to say this, but I've as I've meditated on this whole thing about the Holy Spirit is in the middle of all this chaos with me. Therefore, I can have comfort and I can have peace. Honestly, I told him, I said, you know, brother, I'm at peace right now. I, I, I am, it's wild to say that, but I'm at peace with all this going on around me. And I just give God glory for that. It's not on me. It's the Holy Spirit in me doing the work. And yes, I've had to transform, you know, uh, my mind, renew my mind, and get my thinking in line. And that's going to be my third thing right there that I'm getting ready to jump into. But I want to say this real quick that I've I've been reading through the whole entire Bible. I'm actually my my business uh, one of my business mentors. It's been my business mentor for the last, golly, I mean, what, 18, uh, coming on maybe 19 years here soon. He and I actually are doing a um, doing this together where we're reading through the, uh, the Bible chronologically. There's a plan on the YouVersion Bible app called the Bible Recap, and I would highly recommend it. And uh, it's got a great... I've never read through the Bible chronologically. I have read through the Bible, but I've never done it uh, chronologically. And it's been real refreshing because I, I got a late start. I was probably about you know 11 days or so late to the dance starting the, at the beginning of the year, so I had to kind of catch up. So I've actually 
sandwiched within the last now a 30 I'm on day 36 yeah day 36 of the year of this whole plan I've sandwiched all that and really about the last you know four weeks of Bible reading and that basically I've gone through Genesis I've also read the book of Job I'm halfway through the book of Exodus now but so I've actually in a very short period of time, and I'm also reading it through the Message uh, Bible, which is a really great way, I feel like, to read the entire Bible and just be able to, to, be able to get you know, some good, rich uh, insight with it. But anyway, and the other thing but with this, uh, with this Bible plan is, is actually a uh, partnering podcast. So basically... You read the Bible, um, you, the, the reading of the, of the Word for that day, and then you can go over to the podcast, which is called The Bible Recap. And uh, the girl's name is Tara Lee Cobble. Tara Lee Cobble. And she does a great job of, of recapping a lot of things. And I, it's blessed me. But what I've gathered from this really short window of reading the word all the way through the, from all the stories of Noah and the flood to uh, to Cain and Abel to golly you name all the different things I've read uh, read through in that short period of time the number one theme that I'm constantly being reminded of again is all these people have gone through trouble. Some, some trouble was their own uh, doing. Some, some trouble was actually just, you know, being a part of the earth curse system that you're going to face trouble. But in all that, here's what, I, here's what I constantly have seen. God is faithful to those who love him. You might not be perfect in loving him, but he is faithful to you. And it's almost like you get a get-out-of-jail-free card, <laughs> what I was to say it, with your Heavenly Father, time after time after time after time. And I praise God for that. I'm just, I'm just seeing that as I've been reading through the Word of God. It has been a great, refreshing thing. And that's another thing is just being able to back me up with this whole entire thing of, let not my heart be troubled. So, the last thing I want to just talk about is the book I'm reading. So, in the beginning of the year, I think last year, guys, I might have read, I don't remember exactly the number, it was over maybe 20, 20 something books I read last year in 2020. And this year, I started out and I'd finished up a book. The last book I read in 2020 was actually by uh, Joel Olstein, uh, The Power of Favor. I think it's called The Power of Favor. Great book, by the way. But I kind of came into 2021, and I was really kind of searching. I, I kind of could not find a book uh, to read. And just the way I read a book, or the way I do my book reading is, I, I try to find a book that I can't, Put down and because I just remember a very wise being in a uh, 
a business meeting one time, this gentleman said, yeah, you sh- the book you should be reading is the book you can't put down. And that really stuck with me. And I would highly recommend to you guys, you've got to be reading something, a business book, uh, a book, whatever the book is. You need not, I'm not talking about, it's okay to read every now and then a maybe a detective book or whatever, or a fiction book. I'm, I, that's okay, but that should not be the mainstay. That should not be the main thing that you're reading all the time. So that's my little side tangent on reading right there. But the deal that really kind of, I finally found this book and it's, it's actually uh, was in print in 2008, but it's by one of my favorite uh, pastors uh, that I contribute to his ministry actually. It's actually Dr. Bill Winston. And he's got a f- fantastic church up in uh, Chicago. And he wrote a book called Transform Your Thinking, Transform Your Life. And I'm just going to read a couple of the highlights because this is so important to what I was talking about in the first two things of I am what I am because or by the grace of God. So you can be comfortable in your own skin of who you are and you can uh, not let your heart be troubled by the situation and circumstances. And how do you do that? How, how does all this happen? Well, here we go. I'm just going to read a couple of these highlights and we'll call it done for this episode. It says, Jesus is the way to the highlight. This is, in, uh, this is actually located on page 30. So why aren't, why isn't every Christian living the high life? The Bible tells us why. It says that we must first change the way we think. Proverbs 23 verse 7 says that we are what we think. That would mean that if we are poor, miserable, lonely, scared, sick, frustrated, or in a rage all the time, it is because of what we are thinking. Although our physical body is our contact with the natural and physical world, it is not supposed to be in charge. Our spirit man is what's supposed to be in charge. Human beings have lost the high life when they lost the intimate relationship with their Heavenly Father. Well, I mean, you've heard me, if you've ever been around me for the last seven years as I've been doing this podcast, that God gave us three things. He gave us three things in the beginning. He gave Adam three things. What were those three things? Class, you should know this. He gave him fellowship, he gave him an assignment, and he gave him provision to accomplish that assignment. Those are the three things that God gave. And what happened was, is basically, we lost that relationship, which is the first thing. That's the first thing that you should start with every day. I said every day. That's the first thing that you should start with every day is that relationship with your Heavenly Father. And let me go back into reading this. This When you are born again, your spirit is brand new and it comes in line with the supernatural. Although the Holy Spirit lives in you and your spirit are one, but your soul and your body body are a whole other matter. So let me pause real quick you realize that you are a triune being. What does that mean? That means that you have a spirit, you have a, have, a, have a soul, which is your mind, will, and emotions, and then you live in a body. So you, have, you are a, a three-part being, basically. Now watch this. 
Your soul and your body are a whole other matter. Although, although they were dramatically affected by the rebirth of your spirit, they are not brand new. They have not been regenerated. I mean, I, I've heard this so many different times, but you know, if, if you got saved, if you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and walked out the church doors or the Coliseum or conference center, wherever you got saved at, you know, and your car still broke, <laughs> it, it, that, it, that didn't change anything. It, if your bank account's still dry, that didn't, you know, just because you get saved today doesn't mean that God's going to instantly fill up your bank accounts. It's not going to, that doesn't mean that, all right? Because those types of things, no, 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 no. You know, all of a sudden your spirit man becomes alive. Well, that's important, okay? Believers are instantly restored to all the blessings of knowing God intimately, but the full manifestation of our new state of being is a process of maturity. I want you to remember that. A process of maturity. Now I've got this real, this highlighted and bolded, this next statement, guys. Your soul is your mind, your emotions, and your will. It is where you make decisions. Keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. This that your soul, that middle part of the spirit, soul, and body. That middle part is your decision making, is where every decision is is happens. Therefore, I'm going back into the reading. Therefore, your destiny and the quality of your life are determined by your soul. Wow, wow, wow. Did you hear me on that, guys? You know, if you're constantly stressed out, you've got to renew your mind. You've got to transform your thinking. If you're constantly worrying about things, you've got to start renewing your mind to the Word of God. Because the Bible says, what I just read up here, John 14, verse 1, let not your heart be troubled. Let me go into the reading of this real quick. That's why the Bible stresses that you must transform, you must be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You have to get your mind transformed by the Word of God, which means come under complete submission to the Holy Spirit in your spirit. Then you will begin to think, speak, and act like Jesus instead of your old selfish ways. You will act from your communication with God instead of your own physical senses and carnal thinking. You will cease living the low life and begin living the high life. Your soul is where the battle lies. Wherever, or excuse me, whoever or whatever controls your soul or whoever and whatever possesses your thinking, your emotions and your will determines the course of your life. And I'll stop right there. Let's see if I want to read anything else real quick. Okay, I'll stop right there. So gang, let me, let me just kind of button this up real quick. So you are who you are by the grace of God. Nothing's going to change that. God, if you, when you submit yourself 
to your Heavenly Father and begin that intimate relationship with Him, what transpires is you can start to become comfortable in your own skin. You don't have to look at your neighbor or look at the person on Instagram because they've got some kind of new fancy thing or they went on the trip of the month. No, you can be comfortable because by the grace of God, you've submitted yourself to Him and you are comfortable in your own skin. And then as you renew your mind, as you mature in that process of renewing your mind and submitting uh, different areas of yourself to the to your heavenly Father, your thinking will be transformed, and you'll start to think God thoughts. You'll start to speak God's way. You'll start to say what the Bible says about situations. If you, for example. If you get sick or if you hear about the flu coming around or that you know the coronavirus is around, you can actually take authority over that and say, oh, I'm not participating in any of that. It says in God's word that by Jesus' stripes, I am healed and whole. It says in God's word that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. It's that type of mindset or that type of words that should be coming out of your mouth. And as those words come out of your mouth, just a little insight, all of a sudden your angels are empowered to go on your behalf and to activate or to do what you have spoken. But if you go the negative route and speak contrary to the Word of God, you're empowering demonic forces to go and to make happen what you've been speaking. I don't have time to go into that, but that's just a little side tangent right there. So gang, know this, that God loves you. God is for you. God is not against you. He's not putting bad situations and circumstances on you to try to beat you in submission make you learn something, right? Yes, he, he will take a bad situation and turn it around for your good, but he's not beating your brains out with negative situations. Negative situations are going to happen to you whether you're a Christian or whether you're not a Christian. It doesn't matter. You live in an earth curse system. We just It's just part of it. But you can be above that system by transforming your mind by renewing your mind to the Word of God. So, gang, a couple things. One, if you'd like to join our text messaging community, I would ask you to do so. Uh, the number is actually in the uh, show notes or actually in the details if you just kind of scroll up uh, where whatever podcast uh, app you're utilizing, you'll find that phone number. You can text you can join our texting community. It's a great community. You get direct access to me. Also, if you're interested actually in joining our Patreon family, Patreon is basically, so gang, what simple thing is with Patreon, Patreon allows me not to have to run ads on my platform. And it allows you to say, hey, thank you to whatever creator or whatever person is out there. Thank you for putting out putting out this kind of content or putting out this kind of uh, creation that you have made 
Thank you for doing that. I want to support you in doing so. And I would appreciate you guys doing this. So if you'd like to join that right there, there's a link down in the show notes for that as well. I'd highly recommend it. And the last thing is share. Share this with somebody. If you're getting, if you know somebody that wants to be successful, wants to be significant in the kingdom of God, and wants to do it God's way, and wants to maximize their kingdom potential, please share this. Don't, I mean, I know you can post this to your Facebook wall or, you know, retweet this or whatever it is, but you know what? There's something about when you send a direct message to somebody or when you're talking face-to-face or on the phone with somebody and you say, look, I just got to listen to this great podcast or this great episode right here. I think it would benefit you guys. Check it out and leave it at that. That's how we're going to spread, spread the word of kingdom success right there. So gang, kingdom success, know that you're blessed. You're highly favored. You're empowered to prosper. You walk in divine health. The spirit of breakthroughs upon you guys and gang will catch you on the other side.